Yo, 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 we back. We back. Another episode of Talking to Myself Very Well. Jalen Walker, you know. Follow me on Twitter at NewJ, N U J A Y Y Y, three Y's. I don't usually, you know, do like the long intros or whatever, but I've been feeling good. I'm going to start, you know, posting more often. I'm been busy and doing, you know, all types of fun stuff and everything, but I haven't forgot about the pod. I'm going to definitely grow this and continue to build with it, be more consistent uh, with it, you know what I mean? Do more with it, be more creative and stuff. I got so many ideas for it, so we're going to definitely build build something with this podcast and everything. Uh, but this podcast is going to be solely based off, and I know some people might not even care about this. I, I am going to talk about the Ben Simmons stuff, but I want to touch on something that I personally love, which is battle rap. And Summer Madness 11, URL, you know, salute the URL smack for another great, you know, event. In my my opinion, it wasn't great, but it was a good event. You know what I mean? Some battles was disappointing. Some battles was really good. And just to talk about the event, I mean, you had the real name Brandon versus MVP battle. That battle was pretty, pretty, uh, pretty, like, I haven't been paying that much attention to Ultimate Madness, to be honest, but I did kind of expect real name Brandon to work on that stage, and he worked, you know, he did his thing. Like, he he, he was snapping, he was going off, like, going crazy. Some of his bars I did hear, like, he took from some other battle rappers in the past, which I'm not, you know, I would have to actually hear it for sure, for sure, but of course you can't just do that. But... He was better. He was better. He won, you know. Uh, so I don't really have much to say about that battle, really. You get to the main card, you get Lou Castro versus Arsenal. That battle was a very good battle. I was thinking, like, for me personally, I had Lou Castro 2-1. But I thought the culture, like, most people was going to have Arsenal. At the end of the battle, they was going to say Arsenal won. Just because Arsenal was that veteran, he say the kind of stuff that battle rap fans want to hear. But Lou Castro came out with the W. Like, of course, everybody only really seen the battle once. So maybe a second watch, but Arsenal isn't the kind of battle rapper that wins on a second watch. So I think Lou Castro is going to be able to mark this down as a W, his first Summer Madness battle. And the first round was cool from 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 both but then the second round, they really turned up, I feel like. And Lou, I mean, he got the right delivery. His bars isn't like the most crazy stuff, but it works. It's enough on the stage. It's enough. Definitely better than Reed and Moot, you know. But Castro was doing his thing. He was rapping very well, I feel like. He had a lot of dope punchlines. He was funny as well, like showing showing his, you know, personality, saying words, all funny, being goofy. And the moment of the battle was when Arsenal had his phone out and Lou like, hey, show me kicking your ass or whatever. Like, show me on your IG, tag me in your IG of what I'm doing to you on this stage. Like, that was fire. Like, it was a fire battle. Arsenal's second round was dope. Uh, Arsenal's third round was I Lou, Lou went crazy in the third round. He went crazy. And when you're like the new guy, you're going to most likely have people say that you won the battle over the veteran that's been around for 10 plus years. You know what I mean? Like, so it is what it is. And on top of it, I do think Lou just straight up won. Like, 
his performance was matching Arsenal with, I feel like, more consistent material. So it was a dope battle. I'm definitely going to watch that again when they drop it on the app. Uh, the second battle of the night, Chess versus Easy to Block. Oh, my. That battle, Easy to Block happened, like, very early. Not early, but, like, last year when he battled, I think it was, like, Cortez or somebody. I knew. I was like, Easy to Block happening. He's that guy of the so-called new class. Like, he's that guy because... It's the way he talked, like he gives that old school battle rap feel, but he's a newer guy to to most of battle rap fans. Like he's been battle rapping for years, but he's just now getting popular, you know, popular and getting these big battles. So he's like a newer guy. And I've been saying like he's that guy for real. Like he's the guy that's going to be able to rap the best because he's always prepared. And he's talked about how. He really, really, really cares about being prepared for his battle. So he's not going to stumble. He ain't going to choke. He's going to give you a clean performance. And his his bars is like fire. Like, he's a great rapper to me. Like, there's so many different kinds of, like, uh, 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 rappers, MCs. You don't have to just rap a certain kind of way for me to consider you a great rapper. And Easy is a great rapper, in my opinion. Like, the bars that he's just be saying, like, the uh, coke, uh, uh, the coke shape uh, shifting bar like that was crazy but then Chess Chess first round bro like he had so many so many easy to block captain name flips throughout the whole battle bro like it was crazy what was that one bar about like I never had it easy or something like that he had the crate challenge bar that crate challenge bar was crazy Chess was just going off Chess lost his mind and i've also been saying about chess like chess has one of the best pins in battle rap like he's probably in the top 10 best pins i i feel in battle rap because he say stuff and he's saying it in a more creative way than other people would say like somebody might come up with something similar but chess is going to take it to a whole nother level with or he's going to say it totally different from anybody else that's why chess has one of my one of my favorite pins in battle rap like, he be saying stuff, and other people might say it, but he's saying it in a totally different way. He's putting the words together. He's setting up the punch way different than anybody else. Like, Chess is he's one of those guys, bro. He's one of those guys in, in, in battle rap. The one bar he had in the first uh, the first round about uh, talking, like, because Easy say, I talk different. Chess say, I am different. But he was like, uh, what do you say? You have to talk to P. I'll talk to Beasley. We talk different. Like, Chess was going crazy. I still cannot. I have to watch that battle again. I can't call a winner because I'm going to really be kind of mad if I say Chess won. But I go back and watch and I, and, and, and Easy kind of won to me. You know what I mean? Like, just the first round was crazy. Second round, crazy. Third round was probably my favorite round of the no. It was the first round. That was my favorite. I, I ain't gonna say the third, but the whole battle, that's an instant classic battle right there. Like, if you don't like that battle, you just don't like battle rap, I feel like. That battle was crazy. Then you get to right now, what seems to be the story of Summer Madness right now, the battle that people are talking about the most, which is not surprising. Sue Surf versus John John the Don. Now, this is a battle that I'm a big surf fan you know what i mean but chess uh, uh uh not chess surf pissed me off when he lost the 40 he pissed me off 
I was mad when he lost the way he lost to 40 bars. So I've been petty now. I've been like, you know what? I got John John 3-0. And on top of it, I just didn't know for sure if, if, if Surf is going to take the battle that serious. But boy, did he take that battle serious. Because, man, oh, my God. Like, oh, my. That was the surprise of the whole event, I feel like. Like, John John losing clearly because John John don't lose clearly. He don't. He have a lot of debatable battles, some battles where he clearly won. He don't just clearly lose a lot. And for him to clearly lose, and it's to surf. Like, John John has been talking about for years how he wants to kill surf, like get surf out of here. Because we all know surf has been talking crazy about John John for years. For years upon years upon years, surf has been talking crazy about John John. So the fact that John John has a battle. On Summer Madness, we can finally say he's going to get him. He also said leading up to, to the battle, like recently, I'm going to save the culture. So you're putting pressure on yourself, and you really making it seem like you want to really win this battle. John John starts off the first round. It's cool. It's very light. And it's like, this isn't good. Now, you might think he's He's doing that because he knows this is surf kind of like return battle. Not really, but like his return battle to the big stage. His first round is going to be probably crazy. So let me just not really go that crazy in the first round. But I have a problem with that because, John John, you said you're going to save the culture. You said you, you've been saying for years how you're going to get surf out of here, how you want to kill him, how you want to like this is like the main person you want to clearly beat. And, and and battle rap basically and it makes sense because we know what surf has been saying about john john for years and for you to come with a light first round i don't care what nobody say that first round was not crazy to the standard of you saying you're going to kill surf you say you're going to get surf out of here you cannot tell me that first round was crazy it was crazy just in terms of like in terms of like regular standards like if john john wrapped those bars to another battle rapper all right, it's all right, but you're rapping these bars to surf, the guy that you've been wanting to 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 kill, to kill. You say you're going to save the culture against this guy. You know what I mean? Like, it was a light first round. Surf starts off with the, uh, what do you say? Not having a third is some shit you trying to spit about. These bullets in me forever, Johnny. Some rounds I still can't get out. Like, that shit was crazy. Should have knew from that moment that Surf was going to go crazy that battle. Should have knew from that moment. But Surf continues to just go crazy in the first round. What's the first round in that round? He had that uh, get a baby kiss, like uh, Rock, uh, go in there. What did he say? Clips of whatever he said. Like, that bar was crazy. That bar was crazy. Like, yeah, Surf was... Surf was wildin' on John John, like wildin' on John John. I could pull up some of the bars that Surf was saying, like he was wigging on him, like and you could we should have been able to tell from the first round that it was gonna be over. Oh oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The first round he had the bees over the body like candy man bar, like, oh my god. Like, yeah, Surf was wildin', bruh. So then the second round, it's a clear one up. A clear one of material performance way better on surf side. So the second round, John John picks it up. I haven't really like nobody has been really posting John John clips because he clearly lost. So I, I can't really say what he really said. But from what I remember, he had the save the culture, you know, part. 
that part was really uh, good. I, I think he had the uh, 15 minutes of fame bar in the second round, either the second or the third. That was a dope bar. He might have had the uh, choker bar, you know, because surfboard jewelry and stuff, choker. He has the history of of, of uh, choking in battles, of course. So that was a clever bar. It wasn't crazy. Again, not cr like, again, this material is good if you're rapping it either, basically, if you're rapping it to anybody else, but you're rapping this to surf. The guy, the main person you've been saying you want to kill, you want to destroy surf on that stage. This isn't material that's going to destroy surf, especially a great surf. You know what I mean? Like a surf was great that night, but you're not getting him out of here with that material, John John. Like, it wasn't crazy to me. And a lot of people have been giving John John the second round. I have to go back and watch. But from what I remember, I really don't see how you can give him give him that second round. Like, surf material was way more creative to me. It was more creative. And a lot of it was directed to directed to John John. So I I can see it, but I still kind of can't see why people give John John the second round. Outside of just not wanting to give surf 3-0. You know what I mean? Not saying, like, you know what I mean? Because... Some people just don't want to say Surf 3-0, John John, because Surf is like kind of like a villain to some people in Battle Rap because he talks so much. But I don't really see how anybody got John John winning that second round, to be honest. But uh, Surf, second round, he had the uh, Johnny Manziel bar. The Johnny Gill bar was crazy. Oh, my God. Like, so many crazy bars. In the second round, he had the, uh, oh, when he took John John multiple choice, and he did it probably better than John. No, no, he did do it way better than John. What, what, what am I talking about? When he said all this multiple choice battle rap shit, man, you ain't running with the thugs. My multiple choice was cop out, trial, or snitch. My lawyer said none of the above. Like, oh my god, my lawyer said none of the above. Like that shit was crazy. Like, listen, I really don't see how people give John John that second round. I just don't see it. Some people have been saying Surf Edge the second. I don't even say Edge. I feel like he kind of won the second round comfortably. I liked his material considerably more than John John. Like, considerably, considerably, I can't even talk right now. I just like his, his second round better than John John. I'm going to be honest. Like, Surf was going off in that second round, bro. That shit was crazy. Uh, Third round come, John John has, you know, trying to like put people against surf so like he talks about how surf uh surf uh u-dub which is a battle rap lead and surf hometown based out of his hometown and arsenal another battle rapper from the city that surf from how surf you know didn't do things right over there but it's like that's a scheme like okay one of the issues I have with John John material is a lot of his angles, they wasn't bad angles to use against Surf because there's so many things you can say to Surf. We've heard other people say these things, you know what I mean? Like use these angles and try to say, you know, these things that Surf did and try to different people have tried to go at him the same kind of similar ways. I don't have an issue with it, though. But that angle was a new angle, but it wasn't an angle that was going to ever work, especially on a night where Surf was on his shit. Surf is on his shit right now. But even if Surf really wasn't that crazy, I still don't think that angle really worked. Now, I ain't going to talk about it that much because he didn't really talk about 
that that often. But still, it's like you should have knew that angle wasn't going to really work because we all know Surf or Arsenal don't care about that at all. So you're bringing up something that happened in the past that the two people, Surf and Arsenal, don't really care about. Like you're trying to make Arsenal see that Surf is a snake and he didn't do this and that. But Arsenal don't care. He still fuck with Surf. We all know Arsenal still going to support Surf. You know what I mean? That happened years ago. And fans don't really care because that's not a lot. That's not like a big story to use against Surf. Nobody really thinks about that, really. Like, oh, Surf didn't really battle a lot or do a lot for U-Dub. Like, nobody thinks about that. So that was an angle that I, I would have told John John. I don't know who John John wrapped his bars from for. If he did, they lied to him because they should have told him to have better material, have better bars, bro, like, for real. He also had the angle of, like, serve uh, kicking out Jazz to talk to Yoshi. That was a cool moment. Again, not crazy, though. This, none of this is crazy. He had, the one, uh, he had the one part where he was trying to, like, divide Surf and Tay Rock by talking about Surf, trying to get with Tay Rock girl. Again, people don't give a fuck. We want bars, especially in a battle where Surf is giving us bars and he's going off. We want bars. It's not the kind of material. And again, even in that angling kind of material that he was trying to do, like really trying to angle and like really trying to make surf look a certain kind of way, it wasn't crazy. It's one thing if you try to rap a certain kind of way and it's crazy, but the crowd just don't want to hear that right now. People trying to make it seem like that. I disagree. I just don't think John John material was crazy at all. So on top of the fans not wanting to hear that kind of rap, what she was saying was cool, but it wasn't crazy. It wasn't. It was cool bars that against somebody else in a different battle that doesn't mean as much, might you can you can maybe get away with. But this is a big battle, a battle again. Jaja has been talking about how he wants to kill Surf. He wants to get Surf out of here. You're not getting him out of here. You're not killing him. You're not going to body him with this material, bro. You're not. Especially when Surf is on his shit like he was. So, John John third round, it was just all right. It was just all right, but hold on. Get something to drink. John John, uh, third round, it was just all right. It was just all right. It was, it was okay. Then surf third round goes crazy. I mean, he had, he had that one bar about how they only care about missing the wave when I'm in jail, like, he was talking about John John versus Mr. Wavy. Again, if you're not that into battle rap, Mr. Wavy was a battle years ago where John John beat Mr. Wavy. You know what I mean? But Surf nickname is The Wave. They only care about missing The Wave when I'm in jail. That's, that was hard. I mean, also, the biblical scheme. I don't know if that was the third round. That might have been, like, the first round. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the first one, but that was crazy. Uh, that was crazy. Let me try to pull that up, because that was crazy. That was a crazy, like, do you know what they would do to honor me? That was basically what, uh, oh, also, in the first round, he said, three sixteens take me about a year and a half. Angel prayers, nothing like the devil's different shit. Lord, we've been outside since Genesis and pray that every bullet exodus. Uh, oh, no. 
Lord, we've been outside since Genesis and pray that every bullet that enter us, exit us. You can't find that in Leviticus. Exit us, Genesis. Like that biblical scheme from Surf in the first round was crazy. That was crazy. But he also had the other uh, part. We was talking about, uh, do you know what they would do to honor me? I'm pretty sure that was the first round. And pretty sure that was the first round. But yeah, Surf was just going off in his battle, bro. He took his time. He took his time, like... He started going at Ace Amin, talking about he would have slapped uh, Ace with the deuce. Like, that was crazy. And what made it more effective is that Ace was really tight about it. Like, he was really mad. And you know in battle rap, you say something about somebody on the side and they get mad about it. It's like you got them tight. You got them mad. And the people liked seeing that. So that was, like, really, really, really dope. Uh, like, yeah, surf. I mean, the third round was clear. The first round was clear. In my opinion, the second round was close to clear as well. It wasn't really debatable in my opinion. It's not a close second round to me. So, yeah, surf 3-0, man. Like, that was crazy. That was crazy. I just would love to hear if John John thought that he did kind of touch on it, saying, like, he didn't expect surf to be bad. But I kind of, I don't know. Maybe he didn't, and he really wrote the best that he could and this is the best he could come up with i just i don't know obviously looking back he would write different kind of material he would write more you know gun lines punch lines but even in that i don't think jaja would still win the battle because jaja is not as good as surf not not as good not as good as surf at punch lines and haymakers and gun bars and that kind of stuff he's just not in my opinion so even that i don't think he wins the battle but maybe he could make it closer, get more crowd reaction, you know. That's another thing. I thought the crowd in uh, Houston for Summer Madness, that was a good crowd. I don't really think they really, like, fronted on anybody bars for real. Like, John John bars wasn't really that crazy. What was John John saying that the crowd should have really went that crazy for? I know some people have been talking about how when the battle first started, John John came out and, and the crowd was quiet. Then Surf come out and the crowd give him love. You know what I mean? I do understand that. But again, John John material was not crazy. He wasn't going to win that battle with that material against Surf with his material. He was going to need, because Surf bars was so much better than John John, he was going to need Surf to choke. And Surf didn't. He was a, it was a clean, I mean, Surf was so prepared at the end of his second round. He told Smack, hey, you want one more? Stay right there. Like, he told Smack that, like, you want one more round? I got you. You want one more round? I got you. Like, I ain't ever hear anybody say that. Anytime you, anytime somebody talk to Smack and battle rap, it's, it's going to work. It's going to work almost. But, that was fire. Like, yeah, it was a 3-0, man. It was a 3-0. And there's a lot of people that definitely, if it was Flip, way more people would be talking. And granted, a lot of people is still talk Like, Surf Jaja is the battle that people are talking about the most, which is kind of messed up because Easy and Chess was a classic. That was the best battle of of the whole card. But Surf Jaja is the battle that most people is talking about right now, you know what I mean? Which isn't surprising. Again, not a lot of people had John John losing clearly. Nobody really had him losing clearly for real. And then Surf is a popular name. He's like the most popular name on the card. So it's multiple reasons. You know, other battles disappointed us. Like, I'm about to get into them. But yeah, it was a 3-0, man. It was a 3-0. 
I'm interested to see what uh, Surf has next for him. I, I saw people talking about Surf and Mook. I'm not that interested in that battle. I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm good on watching Mook, and I'm going to touch on Mook. You know what I mean? Pause. I'm going to touch on Mook and his battle versus uh, Reed. But, yeah, I'm not really interested in that battle. I don't really know who I would want Surf to battle next. I've been seeing him, him and Calico. I think that's going to be his next battle. I saw him and JC going back and forth. That would be an interesting battle. But him and Calico been talking about it. If I had to pick out of all the possible ones that I really see happening next, I guess I would go with Calico. I guess I would go with that one. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, and John John, I mean, <laughs> he's going to hear this for a while, and you can't get mad at it. This is the battle that you've been straight up. I know he's been saying he, he's been saying he hasn't been wanting to battle serve, but that's kind of BS. But even if that is the truth, this is the battle, though, still you can't deny John John. This is the battle that you've been saying. You want to get Surf out of here. And Surf has been the guy bullying you, talking crazy about you for years. And then you finally get the battle. And you, it's like it's like somebody bullying you in school. It's the last day of the school year. Everybody is outside and you about to fight the bully and you lose in front of everybody. That's a bad feeling. Anytime you lose a fight in front of people, it's, it's, it's a bad feeling. But when you lose to the guy that's been bullying you... That's like, come on, like, that's crazy. He He's going to hear about this for a long time. What I would tell him to do is just get in that ring early. Get in the ring as early as you can. Hit up Smack. Try to get on URL for the next, you know, cards. You know what I mean? He He's still top tier. You know what I mean? He's still a dope battle rapper. And get back in that ring and shake it off of you. Now, people ain't going to just forget about you losing, but... Get back in that ring, as you know, because you can't just sit on this. You can't just sit on this L. You cannot do that. But quickly get into the rest of the card. You then got a high location, I believe. Disappointing battle. I don't really got much to say about it. I wasn't really able to listen to it like that, but I heard the battle was very disappointing. From what I was hearing of, of the battle, it wasn't really crazy. Like, I expected Kayshawn to win, just me personally, but... A lot of the culture got hollow winning, and I probably will have hollow winning off of the one watch that I got of it. Maybe a, maybe a second, third watch, it could, it could change. But I don't know. K-Shawn got to kind of, I don't know, change his style, but maybe his performance, I feel like. You know what I mean? Maybe that's what he needs to change. I don't know. But, you know, because we seen him do the typical K-Shawn style against Chilla, and he lost in a in a quiet, small room. It was 10 people there, or 20 people there. But you on a big stage, it's 3,000 people, and you still do that style, and it doesn't work at all. Like, he, he probably do have to go, he definitely have to go to the drawing board, probably. Uh, And yeah, Hollow was mid. Hollow was mid. I've never been that big of a Hollow fan anyways, but yeah, he definitely did not show that he's back and he's something to be scared of. Like, and he probably won't battle for the next for the rest of the year. I kind of doubt it though, but I wouldn't be surprised if he, if he don't battle for the rest of the year. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that battle was just disappointing. I guess I would give it the high low, like probably two one the first two rounds, and the third round I give it to Sean. Uh, you get Mook and Reed. What was supposed to be the main event of Summer Madness, man? 
This is a battle that I wasn't really looking that forward to, but the closer we got to Summer Madness, the more excited I got for it. Just based off Reed, like, Mook was typical Mook heading, you know, to to the battle. Talking crazy, being arrogant, you know what I mean? Doing what, doing what Mook does. But Reed, he really sounded confident in his material. And I could, back then, I, I could have saw Reed cooking, like, going crazy. The battle happens, and it was just not a good battle at all. Not in a good battle at all. And I've never been a Mook fan like that. Like, all Mook battles from, like, his prime was before I ever was watching battle rap. So I don't have an emotional connection of seeing the battles when it happened or, like, recently after it dropped from 2009, 10, 8. You know what I mean? Like, I don't got those memories. So I'm just going back, watching the material, and he's never been that dope to me. He definitely is a legend, of course, in battle rap. He definitely is a good rapper for sure, but he's never been crazy like that. And his resume, I always argue against Mook being the greatest. I would have Rex over Mook because Rex was outside for real. Like, Rex was outside battling multiple people. Like, dude, like, he transitioned for real from, from an era to another era where Mook was scared to come outside. He wasn't outside for real. He was playing the whole money game. I need this bag or whatever. Maybe that was what it was, but... Still, I can't push you over even Rex when Rex was outside battling and winning a lot of the time. Like 2011, 12, 13, 14. Not, not 14, but Rex was outside for real. And, and, and nice. And nice. Like, I, I would not have Mook top five, you know, like all-time greatest battle rappers. Like, I would not. I mean, like, his only impressive win is like Tay-Rock, but that was in a small room. You, but still... Still, I give him tons of credit. Impressive. And Lux. Lux on uh, Total Slaughter. Those are his only two really impressive wins. He beat Young Hot, but Young Hot was not really a battle rapper. He beat Iron Solomon, but Iron Solomon was horrible, and he was horrible as well. That was a bad battle on both sides. He just clearly won, but both of them was trash. That's why nobody really hypes up him winning that outside of... Harlem niggas that love Mook. He's the only person that, you know, those the only niggas that really hype up him beating Iron Solomon that night. I know Iron was a legend, still a legend. He didn't lose a battle before that battle, whatever. But when you watch that battle, it was clear Iron Solomon did not have the the material to rap. That Like, he was stuck in a time where battle rap already made that change and you couldn't really rap like that. And Iron did eventually, I mean, Iron Solomon battle Mook now, he's going to kill Mook. He, he's going to kill Mook. Mook will lose on the polls. In a small room, maybe on a stage as well, he, he will lose to Iron Solomon. And I'm not alone thinking that. But, yeah, uh, like, Party Artie, like, he lost to Jay Mills, in my opinion. The Sirius Jones battle, you could say he won. I guess you could call that impressive. But, again, that's only three battles. Sirius Jones, Tay Rock, and Loaded Lux. He battled Aver. That was a debatable battle. Can't really count that as an impressive win. Like, compared to K-Shine, they got multiple impressive wins. In a lot of his battles, he, he was in fights for real with top-tier legends. Like, legends of battle rap, K-Shine battled. And even if he didn't clearly win, it was a good battle. You know what I mean? You know, like, uh, Hollow, Clips. So many people, almost everybody got a better better resume than Mook. 
at the end of the day. And now battle rap culture feels like Mook cannot battle on a stage. Now think about that. How can you be the greatest of all time and you can't rap on a stage? Like, let alone top five, top tier. If you can't rap on a stage, how can you ever like, what? Any battle rapper that, that can't perform on a stage, I can't call you top tier, let alone the greatest of all time. I, I can't even call you top five, top ten battle rappers if you can't rap on the stage for real. Like, I don't know. Mook first round was mid. Reed first round had some moments, but it wasn't really good. Second round, same thing. Third round, Mook started cooking a little bit, but he still was boring and mid. Reed was really bad his third round, I feel like. It was a bad battle. And I see some people talking about how if it was in a small setting, like a smack volume setting where there's not a lot of people, you're not on a stage, you're more so rapping in a room against each other, it would have been a better battle. And I somewhat agree, but I kind of disagree because their material was bad. It's not like they had fire material on that stage, but it just wasn't made for a crowd because the crowd couldn't really understand what they were. It wasn't like that. Their material was trash. Mook bars was not good. He had a, a small feet petite bar. He had a crew neck t-shirt bar. Like Mook had some bad bars for real. And Reed bars wasn't crazy either. Reed probably could have still did better though in a small room, more so than Mook with that material. Because Reed though, you know, his like energy and stuff just crazy. And Mook got good uh energy as well on a small uh setting but mook uh bars was just not hitting at all uh i give it the three dollars two one two one but nobody really is impressive in that battle and mook is lucky that reed was trash because if reed was all right he would have looked amazing against mook and mook would have got killed so he mook is very lucky again very lucky again. He got lucky in the two-on-two against Twerk and uh, T-Top. Because I feel like Twerk and T-Top was about to kill them niggas. But Mook was talking and, you know, I don't got to get into that. You get uh, Gishi Calico. That was a cool battle. I predicted that the culture was going to have Gishi winning 2-1. But I was wrong. I think most people think Calico beat Gishi Gotti. And I didn't see that coming. I thought people was going to have... At the end of the night, have Gishi beating Calico, but I was wrong on that, and I'm happily wrong about that because Calico from hometown Detroit, you know what I mean. So it was a cool battle. I only really got that much to say about it. Like it wasn't really crazy to me. Calico, he is one of those like it's funny. He says stuff, and it's not the craziest bars, but you like his bars more on a second watch and a third watch as opposed to the first watch, like. When you watch his battle multiple times, that's when you actually enjoy what he's really saying for real. I've always felt that way about Calico, you know, bars and stuff. So, uh, but the first round I gave the uh, Calico. The second round, I'm, I'm trying to remember. Either the second or third round, I, I gave the Calico too. I think what's what's round was that that Gishi's had that. Uh, had that one bar about uh, what he say? Oh yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah. Calico the first round, Gishi the second round, because Gishi had the moment, probably of uh, 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 the whole battle to be honest. When he said that uh, prep bar, 
And, and that was really surprising. I think Gishi was the only person that had a prep bar. You know what I mean? So that, that, that was pretty surprising. Prep, again, if you're not that into battle rap, it's a story of Prep making a group chat, acting as if he's other battle rappers in the group chat. You know what I mean? Like weird stuff. And it's a recent story and not that many people talked about it. I'm not mad at it, of course. I'm just saying not that many battle rappers had bars about prep and I was trying to flip that story or whatever. But Gishi, he, he did it. He, he did it, you know, well, too. Like, he killed that. Like, that was a fire bar. I, I wish I could remember exactly what he said. I could probably find it, but I'll, you know, find it later. Uh, but, yeah, Summer Madness was... A cool event. It was a cool event. I, I feel like I would have enjoyed being there for real. Uh, reading Mook was very disappointing. Not that disappointing because I'm not that big of a of a Mook fan or a, a Reed fan to be honest. But uh, still disappointing. Like I ain't expected to be that bad. Like none of them had. Either one of them had a great round. Think about that. That's six rounds. Three rounds from Mook. Three rounds from Reed Dollars. Neither one of them had a great round. Like, that's how bad that battle was. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if people go back and watch the battle and be like, oh, Mook, Mook won that battle. His bars was crazy. Trying to act like his bars was crazier than what it was when it really wasn't. Uh, I mean, Mook had a Harriet Tubman underground bar. Like, it was just a bad, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh but yeah, Mook and Reed was disappointing. K Shine and Hollow, that was the real disappointment because nobody expected that battle to be as bad as it was. I think everybody expected that battle to be at least good, and it was just not good. Uh, definitely, for me, my personal favorite performance of Summer Madness was Surf, just because I'm like, that was surprising what he did to John John, bro. It was surprising, but obviously you could say Chess and Easy. Either one of them had the best performance, or both of them had the best performance because they battle was that battle was crazy, bro. The battle was crazy. Uh, but didn't Chess have like an Easy the Block bar? I'm trying to remember, but he has so many name flips of Easy the Block Captain. Like I don't know if anybody gonna be able to come up with some crazy name flips of Easy the Block Captain after Chess. That nigga went crazy with him. Uh. So, Summer Madness was cool, you know, but getting into Ben Simmons real quick. Ben Simmons talking about how he doesn't ever want to play in Philly, you know, and I really don't have an issue with it. Uh, He's obviously not blameless. He, he obviously, to me, I don't feel bad that Ben Simmons got the criticism that he got. That's one thing. All the criticism that he got from the media and the fans – Obviously, outside of, like, death threats or whatever, which I'm sure he probably got. I haven't seen any death threats or anything, but I'm saying that kind of stuff obviously shouldn't be happening. But the huge criticism and hate, you can't get mad at it. This is the era of social media. People have always been passionate about sports. You play in Philadelphia, which is a crazy sports town, and there's no excuse for passing up on a dunk. There's no excuse for... I mean, going multiple second halves where you score two points, four points, like third quarter, fourth quarter, it's the playoffs, and you're scoring two points in the second half. You go to fourth quarter, you don't score. You take one shot, two shots. 
Like, there's no excuse with the talent that Ben Simmons got that he should be doing that. And his game hasn't really grown at all on offense. It hasn't. Now, granted, if Embiid wasn't there, I do feel like he would have more good nights. But he still would not be the player that he should be on offense. He would have better nights. He would be more consistent in terms of scoring the ball. He might average more points. But he would not be the offensive player that, like, Joel Embiid being there just highlights how much he hasn't grew, grown his game. If Embiid was injured, God forbid, or just wasn't on the Sixers, you wouldn't really be able to tell how much he hasn't really grown his game because he would be averaging more points. He would have, you know, some good 30-point nights, probably 25 points nights, you know what I mean? But he, his game hasn't grown. It, it hasn't grown. He definitely needs to add some kind of mid-range jumper. I don't think he needs a three-ball, to be honest. But if he has, like, a mid-range jumper, come on, like, come on. Uh, and obviously be way better from the free-throw line. But where do I think he's going to go? I first thought that he wasn't going to get traded until, like, I mean, I first thought – he was going to get traded sooner than what I think now. I, I think that probably is going to let this linger a little bit longer than I thought. I, I, I was thinking at the very beginning of the season, he's going to get traded, which he still might. But I'm starting to think it's going to last at least probably like a month until he gets traded into the regular season. So probably like early November, mid-November, he'll probably get traded. And I think most likely a team like Minnesota will, will offer the right deal. It's To me... I'm not trying to just speak this into existence or nothing like that, for real, but it's either Golden State or Minnesota I think is going to trade for Ben Simmons. I don't think Portland ever ever going to trade uh, 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 CJ because Dame, uh, Dame has to get the head nod, like, trade CJ. He's not going to do that. Dame is he's way too loyal, maybe, maybe to his own detriment, but he's not doing that. Then you got, uh, but Warriors. Warriors or Minnesota. And I think Minnesota would have to do like a D'Angelo Russell would probably have to be the best player they give up in that deal. And I probably like a couple of other players and then like a pick or two. And then Philly sends them back Ben Simmons, just Ben Simmons, uh, which that's not a bad deal. I kind of like the idea of Ben Simmons being there as opposed to D'Angelo Russell. Maybe that's just me not caring for D'Angelo Russell like that. But I do think Ben Simmons is a better player right now than D'Angelo Russell, even at least in the regular season. Playoffs, because he doesn't shoot the ball and it really hurts you in the playoffs, you could probably rather have D'Angelo Russell as opposed to Ben Simmons, especially if you're Philly. You'd rather have D'Angelo Russell in the playoffs. But I do think Ben Simmons is is a better player than D'Angelo Russell in the regular season. And I think he helps that team defensively, which which we all know they – Minnesota best player, Carl Anthony Towns, which I like Carl Anthony Towns. I'm not a hater of him. Like, you know, some other people just think he he's not a great bat. Like, Cat is a great player. People just focus on so much of what he don't do that y'all forget how talented he is, how hard it is to average what he averaged as easy as he does it. Like, he's a really gifted offensive player. He's just Minnesota trash. And he do have to be – He's young, but he's not so young to where we can't blame him for them being as bad as they are. Like it's like AD, well, like he used to play for the Pelicans and they was bad, so you really couldn't get that mad at him. But it's like y'all shouldn't be this bad, should you? Like 
Carl Anthony Towns, he's reached that point to where y'all shouldn't be that bad. They're not a playoff team. They would have to add some things. Even with Ben Simmons, they're not a playoff team in the Western Conference. But you have to do something more than what you're doing, Cat. You know, but still, he's a great player. And adding Ben Simmons obviously helped him on on defense. Anthony Edwards got a lot of potential on defense, but he's still a a second-year player about to be, so you can't depend on him defensively. I'm not saying Ben Simmons by himself is going to make them a great defensive team, but adding him when he's one of the – I think Ben Simmons is a top three defensive player in the league. You know, that helps your defense a lot. So I like the idea of him being there. He could dish the ball to Anthony Edwards. He could play more so because Cat and B can shoot, but I really feel like Cat really could shine catching and shooting. Obviously, he would have some, you know, paint touches, post touches, back to the basket touches, but I think he could really benefit from playing with a Ben Simmons because I think – their chemistry could really shine there, you know, um, could really shine there. And maybe Ben Simmons, for, for whatever reason, like I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to Minnesota or Golden State or wherever, and all of a sudden he's not shooting the ball well, you know. He ain't going to go from being terrible to being good. But all of a sudden he's just a different kind of player to where in the playoffs he's better, you know. Obviously, Minnesota, we wouldn't really be able to know because I wouldn't expect them to make the playoffs with Ben Simmons. But, like, Golden State, maybe he goes there. I can see him in the playoffs being a better player, producing better, doing more on offense in Golden State or whatever other team than than Philadelphia. Like, sometimes it's just the culture in the team and things that you have in your head as an athlete that makes you not perform at the level that you should. No excuse like I said, Ben Simmons deserved all the criticism that he got this past offseason because he was terrible, terrible. But what I'm saying is that is one of the reasons why guys don't perform to the level that they should perform at. Uh, but, yeah, him and Golden State, I like it. I know they talked about Draymond and Ben Simmons not being able to shoot, being on the court together. But let's be real. When the Warriors went 73-9, and it's not like they had tons of shooters always on the court. It's not like they had, you know what I mean? It's just you have Steph and Clay out there, so spacing isn't that big of a problem. I don't think spacing will be that big of a problem. And Clay isn't going to be back for real, for real, till like January. In the Western Conference, you can't afford to just lose games. You have to win a certain amount of games to keep yourself up. And I think Ben Simmons being there could help him win uh, uh, games, you know what I mean? So I like the idea of Ben Simmons being there, and he can help them on defense. You know, obviously, Golden State, and I watched almost every Golden State game because I'm a big Steph fan, and that Warriors team was just a fun team to watch because you just didn't know what you was going to get out of them. Obviously, Steph is one of the most entertaining players, but that whole team was just funny to me to just watch. And watching them the most out of any team last season, they were not that bad on defense. It was just offense that was their, their problem. And I think having a legit playmaker and Ben Simmons there, that could also give him guaranteed 15 to 18 points a night while Clay is not there. And then even when Clay comes back, that helps them. That helps them. Ben Simmons is really good in the regular season. Like, he's really good in the, reg- in the regular season. He's not really good at scoring the ball, but he's really good overall just as a player, impact, you know, wise. So I like the idea of him being there. Obviously, he doesn't take him to like a whole nother championship level, but. Obviously, if, if you're going to stay, what do you really have to lose? I've been seeing people talk about how Steph Prime and this and that. I really think people are disrespectful to Steph. 
because I know Steph's 34, but Steph could be great until he's 40. Like, I could see Steph at 39, 40 years old still playing at an all-star level. That jump shot, that handle, the way he, you know, uh, conditions himself to run around that court. As long as, God forbid, he doesn't get no major injuries back-to-back and, you know, or, you know, one of them. I think he could be great until he's 40. So they actually do have time, in my opinion, with, with Steph Curry. It's just, obviously, I understand being urgent and wanting to get it done because there's no guarantee in sports. Even though you might think Steph has a longer prime than other people think that he do, you don't want to take that chance. You want to get as good as you can, as fast as you can. So I do understand that because Steph has a long prime. Do Draymond have a long prime? Like, we already was kind of seeing signs that he's slowing down you know what i mean not last season but just before last season like so i just like the idea of him being there and i think minnesota or, or golden state is going to be the two one of the two teams that's going to trade for him i could see maybe like a houston bidding for him but what do he like philly wants some somebody good in return that's why d'angelo russell uh, andrew wiggins i don't see Golden state trading a jordan pool they shouldn't but a uh, 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 Wiggins and whatever else they could put up. Like, Wiggins had a good season last year. D'Angelo Russell played at an all-star level before. He's going to average you 20 points a night. You know what I mean? Like, these are good players that you can just get in return for a guy that don't want to ever be there for you. That's why I just don't see him getting traded to somewhere else. But it is what it is. Uh, this is the, you know, episode... I kind of talk more, you know, than any other episode, but that's good. That's good. There's some other things I can talk about. I can talk about the Cole Heavens EP. I'm a big Cole fan. I loved it. You know, the whole third place bar where people took that as him saying he's third place when he says some people say that about me, not everybody. There's a lot of things I could take and just, you know, go forever about, but I'm not going to. We can get to that another time. I might drop a few episodes in a week because it's been a couple of weeks since I dropped the last episode so uh yeah peace uh again twitter new j n u j a y y y i g j l n here j a y l i n three n's uh period and then here on i g uh thank you for listening uh try to stay happy try to stay safe out here fall is already here I- I miss summer. I definitely miss summer, you know what I mean? But it is what it is. You know, summer was, for me, this summer was the best summer of my life this year. Like, I had so much fun, so many experiences. I was outside damn near every day. It was a fun, fun, like, literally the best summer of my entire life. I I saw some people disappointed in their summer. Usually, I'm in that boat, trust me. But this summer was totally different. Like, some people talk about 2016, which my 2016 wasn't that great. But everybody talks about 2016 was such a great year. And I can't ever relate because it wasn't that great of a year for me. Uh, but this summer might be my 2016 that everybody else had because summer was so fun. So many experiences, parties, fairs, driving so many different places, seeing new stuff, hanging out with friends doing stuff with some beautiful, you know, women. I, I, I ain't gonna brag about that, you know. I'ma just keep that to myself. I wanna be hit up about that or nothing. <laughs> but yeah, uh yeah, peace. Uh 
stay, you know, safe out here. And uh, I'm out.